1: I always just let the song play, as Phil knows.
2: Of course.
1: (laughs) You got to wait till it hits it. Wait for it. Wait for it. Wait for it. Wait for it. I'm waiting. (laughs) That's true. It's it's, it's too much suspense. (laughs) Too much suspense. Hey, everybody. We are back doing the after show for your favorite show, Rain. We are so sorry we're a little bit late, but this is episode two, Drawn and Quartered. And, you know, I think the waiting was well worth it. Ladies, because not only do I have one man, our new guy, <laughs> Mr. JB Zimmerman, on the panel with me tonight, Literally. but I have the bash of the panel, Mr. Phils Zvitek is back.
2: They were waiting for me. They were waiting for me. I am the reason we are late.
1: Really? I, I'm trying to even out. <laughs> <laughs> no, yes, and Phil Phil has actually been traveling Europe. So I saw
2: some castles. You did. I visited some castles. Yeah, it was rain research, right? Yeah, I saw three castles total. Really? Uh, the last one was the best one, um, and I'll sh- I could show you pictures of that next or next episode. Next episode, but it was nice. also uh, the one that where they tortured everybody the most. It was really? literally everywhere we went, and they killed twenty people here by dropping them Was it the Tower of well. London? No, I Dracula's you. castle. No.
0: Oh.
2: They shot Dracula there.
1: Oh really? Really? Yeah, there you go. Nice. Close.
2: It's a little trivia. This will be revealed next episode.
1: Oh, so you better tune in. Yeah. <laughs> we will be back to our regular schedule next week, aka tomorrow, uh when episode three airs. So um make sure to tune in tomorrow. I will not be here though, unfortunately. But you will oh, have uh Fania will be back and uh, you'll have these two lovely gentlemen. So
2: yeah. get yeah, excited. Them
1: down, totally. I know. The boy the boys will hold it down. The boys will <laughs> hold it down. So Huge shout outs to everybody kind of tweeting at us, making comments on our after show. It makes it so much more fun for us. Keep doing it, keep rating us on iTunes, give us five stars, keep watching and um let us know. We'll start we'll start actually saying your names. Um if you guys have great predictions and stuff uh on the show. So keep it coming. Yeah.
3: I know.
1: Is there any that that stood out to you guys this week or now?
3: Um, I mean just it's so awesome when you guys do reach <laughs> out. Like we totally read them. Um i gotta get better at responding i i told i <laughs> it's awesome though i especially I especially want... this
2: early on the fan yeah. theory is 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 through the roof you know and um yeah we'll talk we'll talk about bash but in terms of like how the play is going to be solved i didn't i didn't think it was going to be as long but now i think it's going to be a season long
1: yeah yeah problem do you guys have any like overall thoughts on this week and on the past the first two episodes of rain
3: Ooh, um I like it. I mean, it's getting a little darker, which is, which is kind of cool. I'm wondering like how much that's going to be. Um, I mean, we sort of predicted Henry coming back. So I don't know if that is going to play out like fully.
1: I just want to drop the mic or the pen right now because I predicted that and (laughs) (laughs) the last episode or the last scene of this episode, which we'll get to later, but was Henry coming back.
3: Exactly. So yeah, I, I wonder if that's going to get, um, I assume only it's going to increase like the amount of spirits and that whole presence. Um, you know, this is sort of, the season two does the darkness yes. <laughs> um, as the Reckoning. Um, so that's going to be cool to see. I, I like that it's something different that they have to deal with on top of all the other issues that they're handling day to day.
1: Phil? Yeah,
3: I was wondering, I think the first
2: I think this episode and obviously the first one they've been setting up you know how do you how do you get past King Henry because he was such a big foil last season and especially you know towards the end more so than ever um and as much as like the first episode kind of had uh Mary and and the queen against at odds mm-hmm. but how many times can we do that and I'm still they always keep it fresh but you always need more things kind of in the works and the fact that it's the plague which is you know, it, it it's nature mm-hmm. to a degree. Um, I like that. So um they've built it up quite well.
1: Yeah, we'll see. So let's let's dive into this episode though. And the first uh topic of conversation I would like to discuss is the Greer, Lath, and Castleroy uh kind of love triangle. I mean last last week's episode we had almost uh a love interest for Lath. Castle Roy's young daughter, Yvette, and very quickly she was taken away um, and she was killed by poison when she um, was actually waiting for Leith to come meet her. And uh, this episode, we actually see Castle Roy go and confront him and kind of call him out and blame him somewhat for Yvette's death.
3: Yeah, he's, he was not too happy. He was kind of PO'd. No, he wasn't.
1: Um, what, what did you feel? Do you think Castle Roy had a right to do that? Or what did you think about?
3: I think so. I mean, maybe not a right. I mean, that's sort of a, a strong... Because it, like, it's not like Wraith caused her death or did anything malicious towards her. Um, his intentions were good. But at the same time... You know, you have to wonder, like, would things have been different had they not met? Mm -hmm. There's also no way for him to know that it wasn't about Greer, given that history. Yeah. Um, So it's a hard thing for him to believe that, like, no matter... There's just nothing Waith can do to prove that it was, you know, all on the level that he was honestly just interested in her.
1: Yeah. And, I mean, Greer... I, I do not agree with the fact that Greer told Castleroy what Lathe said to her in anger like okay I get like Roy is gonna be your husband now Greer's kind of come to terms with this like she's very much like I'm doing this for my family she's going she's learning to love Castleroy I think she genuinely cares for him and she's trying her best to get over lathe like last uh, the first episode she was really really diligent about it being like telling him straight up end this now with the vet so we don't make a mistake. And I thought that was very mature of her. But then this episode, she's the one going back to Laith. And she's the one telling Casper, like, oh, the reason, like, Laith went after your daughter because uh, he... Whoa, Phil. How's your neck feeling? Feeling good. <laughs> um, That, you know, Laith went after your daughter because, you know, he's trying to get at me. And I think that was very wrong of... Oh. Uh, See, I'm just the mess. <laughs> that was a mess. He's not. He's not. Uh, he's not back from the UK yet. Um, I know that was very wrong of Greer to do. I don't think that was right for her to tell uh Castleroy that information. And he, she did it out of malice. Is what makes me most mad because that, like, she was, she was the one making the mistake during that conversation, and for her to tell Castleroy that conversation between her and Lath because she was trying to cover her own butt because she was the one who was so upset about Lathe's relationship with Yvette. Poor form, Greer, poor form. Yeah, <laughs> no, I, I
3: agree. And I was very proud that Castle Roy handled everything sort of that he did. He had the confidence, you know, like he really took his role into his own hands and wasn't sort of like, oh, like patching everything up. He wasn't a pushover in the in this sense, like nor with with Lathe either. I mean, he was like a strong. He was hot dad. in this episode,
1: yeah. Go, but yeah. Lord I, was, I, was, it, Lord I was like, Castle yeah, Casperoy
3: has like, you know, really stood up for himself.
1: But then, even after he does that, Greer then again goes back to Laith to talk to him and apologize. I appreciate you, Greer. I appreciate you apologizing to Laith. because she
2: just she just she's very selfish. At least in this season, right? In the past, I don't think she's been as selfish, and she just always wants to be in the right.
1: But she has to be selfish, like her entire family. Like by her being and with that's Castle fine. Roy, yeah,
2: and and that's fine. You could be with Castle Roy, but the f- just let life be life.
1: I know, and, and I agree with you. you I know absolutely know I mean the fact agree that you.
2: you're teetering, and you you want his sympathies or whatever. It's too much.
1: Well, and she almost went to apologize and I think to clear her own conscience. Conscience. That's
2: exactly what it was. just right. yeah. selfish. Yeah. Because she was wrong.
1: Yeah. I agree. I absolutely agree. So, um, but at the end we find out that um that beautiful manor house and that land that Laith is able to have um it was gifted to him by Francis for saving Francis's life. He got a title and all that land um is actually now being taken away from him because of a stupid oh. mistake by Miss Mary. Um and a uh, horrible, horrible man that we've come to know know as Lord Narcisse. But uh, we did see that that final scene of him going and basically saying, hey, this is mine now, and Francis wants you back at court, which is the last place Laith wants to be. Because right. then every single day, he has to see Greer. But lucky for him, now Lord Castleroy is so fed up and kind of a little heart sick after the death of his daughter and kind of realizing that... He doesn't really know if he can deal with the fact that his young wife... He could never really have his young wife's heart. Um, He's peacing out, and he kind of just left Greer and didn't really give her much of an explanation of what he's doing or when he's going to come back.
3: Interesting. Do you think he has given up on love with Greer? Because I don't think so. I think he is like, I need a break. I am better than this. Like You need to check yourself, sort of.
1: I... It, this is the thing. If it's a little bit of, like, a lesson to her, I'm like, okay, you're not her dad. If you want to be, like, her her husband, which is what he's supposed to be, I think you need to be a little bit more, more mature about this situation. I do understand he's been through a lot, and it's...
2: What's mature? Like, King Henry? <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, but, like, bring her, with, bring her with you. Get out of that area. Bring her with you. Get away from Laith. And deal with it together And grow as a couple Not he's, in he's France dealt, He's dealt
2: with uh, He's dealt with this his whole life And you know what To be fair to him He's tired of it he, he <laughs> went, She completely hated him yeah. Up until the point yeah, That he she was, was acting okay. crazy, she was I, acting crazy. I, Wow this this person is really nice to me He can do a lot for me And you know what I'm crazy to to fight that And you know what She fought that And it, it went too far
1: I don't know. I think he's he's giving up by leaving, and I think he knows.
2: Notice how I a don't woman think so. wants yeah. the guy See, to be walked exactly. all over. I think tired of being walked all over. <laughs> I'm not good exactly for him. <laughs> good for walk, all
1: over. He needs to just take. He needs to take control of the situation and he get her out of French court. He Bring her with you. That's your. If that's your woman. You take your woman with you.
2: You are correct. I would have taken her with me, put her in that little carriage, and been like, "All right, now here's your little house." Think about what you've done. I'll be back in three months.
1: <laughs> oh done. thank you. Good job. I keep. think that, that would have been a smarter thing. Get her out of French court. I don't know. I, I agree with you, Phil. I do. I completely do. Let's talk but about then she's Lord She's Nar- off the show. I know. We love so her. She is so pretty. Um, on the show. Yeah, I, I really True. do like her. Let's talk about Lord Narcisse. And we got a little bit of Lord Narcisse uh nurse, yeah, that's last how you episode. Yeah, last episode when he um, showed up with um, kind of Lola's the, the woman who helped Lola give birth in a cage. Um, and um, Francis' cousin, Louis, kind of is like, don't trust him. Like, this is not a good guy. He's gotten most of his stuff um, by, you know, sketchy deals, murder, bad things. He's not, a, he's not a good dude. He is played amazingly. I think the actor who plays him is awesome, and I just love to hate him. He reminds me of Jonathan Reese Myers. That's who I thought it was at first, but then I realized it wasn't. We can't have another King Henry. (laughs) He plays King Henry in the Tudors, so... Gotcha. If you're a fan of Rain, you should watch the Tudors. It is a great show, and there is a lot more sex scenes. So... (laughs) (laughs) Hey! Everybody Everybody loves it. The CW gave us a little one today, and it was kind of really awkward, so I don't think it was enough, but... (laughs) Um. So Lord Narcisse has now come to court, and we've come to find out that he's actually... Um, the father of the noble that Mary killed last week.
3: Yeah, like father, like son. That family is just so... Messed ugh, up. It's the worst. Really I'm messed not up. It, it's weird because they're not just people that blackmail, which is like horrible in itself. They're sketchy about why they're doing it. Like there's ulterior motives beyond the sketchiness.
1: It's all about power.
3: Right. Exactly. But they're like... You know, he was t- telling Mary sort of why he was doing this thing and she caught him in that lie about his son not being married when that's what he mm-hmm. told her based on the whole reasoning for why he wanted to kill that guy.
1: So yeah, he gets there and he, he kind of arrives around the same time Francis and Lola with Louis arrive. Um, you know, the castle's finally opening up again because the plague has kind of come under, like gotten under control a little bit. They're trying to, um, Kind of dispose of the dead, and, um, he realizes that his son is among the dead, and, uh, is pretty distraught over it. And the first interaction we really see him. With <laughs> As a father should be. Uh, absolutely. Um, and the first interaction we see is him with Queen Catherine. And, um, we already know Queen Catherine is sneaky, sneaky. Uh, we love her for it, but, she has no idea what Mary did, because Queen Catherine thought she was dying um playing yeah. <laughs> uh last episode. And um, I think his suspicions kind of start raising suspicions in her mind, too, immediately of wait. Yeah, it's kind of awkward that he did die in the way he did, and when he did. Um, what did you kind of think about their interaction? Did you think that she was going to side with him? Did you think that they were going to start working together?
3: Uh, Narcissus and Catherine? Yeah. I'm always weary of Catherine. I think that she's always looking for just ammunition against anyone. Like, it doesn't matter if she has a use for it. She just gathers, like,
1: mm-hmm.
3: blackmail intel. Like She's always playing the game. Yeah.
1: Always playing the game.
3: So I think that she is all, like, her ears are always open, her head on a swivel for anything that's happening. Um... Obviously, when Narcisse sees that one person is still alive, that whole story, I mean, I imagine there was a guard that saw that too or other people in the castle involved that, you know, Catherine has people everywhere. So she is basically the top of any rumor or anything that's going Mm -hmm. around. So I think that's her connection more so than her teaming up directly with with him because he's pretty bad.
1: I mean, I give the guy credit for being smart enough to kind of – keep investigating and not kind of and not take you know hey your son died of plague like just just so simply he was just like no he really investigated it he wanted to figure it out and he got real lucky he got really lucky that that one guy was immune um, when he went to the to the prison to f- get his son's body and got the full story and then rounds up all the nobles and lies to them and doesn't blame queen mary who obviously he knows that's the one who put his son in the in the prison, but he blames Hosterdamus, who I've decided I don't like the shaved look for him. I want the scruffle back. The shaved look isn't doing it for me, for Hosterdamus. What do you think about his Fair shaved enough. look,
2: Phil? Uh, he he. You know what? Remember, uh, there was an Air of Mystique last season when um, all these girls, right? We used to have three girls because you were... Replaced by a girl early on, JB.
1: <laughs>
2: and then, uh, then Megan left us, so we replaced Megan with JB. Uh, but the point being that they were all just in awe of Nostradamus, to the point that he had a nickname of Hostradamus.
3: Got it. And then he oh, took his shirt off. <laughs> well, yeah, no, I know. I put two and two together.
2: That's... As soon as he put his shirt off, they were like, ew. Really? Oh, So, God. okay.
3: He needs wow. more hair and more clothing to be mysterious. <laughs> I like Keep the mystery, mystery alive. Okay. Don't you just
1: love his voice, though? It's a great voice.
3: I do. I think it's it's pretty... It, it gives a mystery. Sexy. I'll give you mystery. It's sexy voice. I mean, voice, I don't know if I'll, I'll say that directly, <laughs> but it's... He's got gravitas. I will say
1: that. Ah, great word. Hashtag totally. gravitas.
3: I would love to see a doll of this.
2: Like, you know, like the little Woody doll <laughs> oh, yeah. with the, with just the string with and, just and, and, be, and it... Uh, hanging over Keaton's bed at night and just being like, "You will have the plague tonight."
1: No, 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 no. Just tell me about your your. Well, he, he doesn't really have positive visions usually. No, he doesn't. They're mostly negative. Just, just kind of tell me long. Just say, long, long, may rain. "Long may she reign." Long may she reign. Long may she. Long may she reign. Anyways, Hasdrubal gets blamed for this. Um, for Lord Narcissus' son's death, says that he was. Um, Falsely, uh, diagnosed with the plague. And, um, thus, all the nobles want him killed, or they want an example made out of him and the guards who put him, um, who imprisoned him. And, uh, he basically is threatening Francis by saying, if you don't do this, like, we're not gonna be behind you. So this is, you need to show us that you, um, that you support your nobles and You know, we know why we're, like, this is a, this is a pivotal point for you as king to prove something to us. And obviously, Francis doesn't know the full story yet. He's very confused because he has a relationship with Nostradamus because of Catherine's close relationship. And I feel like everything was so happy. There was that, like, happy little party for, like, two minutes. Everybody was skipping around. Catherine was, like, joking about Francis and Mary's, like, bedchamber, sharing a bedchamber. And, ah, see how long that will last. And it was all, you know, fun times. And, then they yeah, had to come fun. and ruin it. Right. <laughs> it's
3: interesting how fast like they've had to grow up. It sort of went zero to like baby and politics mm-hmm. in an episode. So that's kind of crazy to see them hit the ground running with this new life that they have. I mean, before they were just sort of like, "Well, do we like each other? Or do we not?" Mm-hmm. Now it's like, "I have a son, and Nestorovis is about to get killed." Like in the courtyard, we gotta handle stuff. Well.
2: It it goes back to the Queen's point of uh, one life versus many. Yes. But it's also interesting because, I mean, the Queen's, as you know it, has been so protective over him. Mm -hmm. But the one one, one Trump card has always been the protection of Francis.
1: Well, and I do appreciate that... um, Mary Mary was immediately honest with Francis. I think, you know, communication is so important and especially between those two for them to work together in the correct way and she was very honest with them. She gave her reasons, but Francis is very right in saying that mary that was a stupid and reckless decision you should have had him arrested like and mary's trying to make excuses make excuses catherine comes in catherine calls her out and be like is like i know you drugged me you you know right when you needed me gone like you got rid of me and made me think i had the plague and i really do appreciate that mary was like was finally like you know what yes i made a mistake and i'm gonna go fix it and she actually tries she goes to lord narcisse she she tried that she's like let's let's figure this out i know you know it was me i know you know it wasn't nostradamus but lord narcisse is like i can't touch you you're the queen or you're almost untouchable to quote him and um mary mary gets really shaken by him like he's a scary dude like, that scene, what did you feel about that scene Yeah, he was a bit them? of an
3: angry drunk during that scene. I was like, whoa, okay. I mean, like, but, I mean your
1: son, like, your son just died. He's yeah. intense.
3: And I think the fact that he's older, he's a noble, so he's got power. Like, he's not threatened by Mary. And because she's so new to power, it's sort of like a challenge for her to do something about it. Like, he is not threatened in the least. He's trying to get away with as much as he can. So. I, think, I think it's almost easy one of the easier ways to
2: unrattle people out of their power is to do it is to do what he's doing with Nostromus you know do it to other people because if he goes after Mary then I think in some ways you, uh, you could say that it's easier for Mary to right the ship but um in terms of unraveling Mary, the more you go after other people and that she feels bad for um, and responsible for, that's going to be even worse.
1: Well, and that's a weakness Mary has that right. we're very, all very. Her and Francis both have that weakness. They care so much about other people that you know surround them, and that's one like one issue. Henry and Catherine did not have as king and queen. Like they didn't give a crap about other people. They, didn't they, give they a just crap
2: about their sons. Yeah, they yeah. didn't
1: give a crap. And you know Mary and Francis. I love seeing these scenes between them of their kind of discussions of how are we going to rule together. And, um, you know, trying to do the right thing, not only for themselves and their friends, but for their country. And it's it's a great struggle to see play out on, um, on, on a show, honestly. I really, really like it. But anyway, so we see her in Lord Narcisse chatting it up in this room the power struggle kind of goes back and forth throughout this entire scene and in the end mary kind of catches him in um in a lie because she catches him saying something about how his son was patrolled like he had his whole life ahead of him And she's just like wait your son told me he was married wait was he working was he acting upon your orders to kill this man and Mary kind of starts figuring it figuring it out, which it makes me see so much Catherine and Mary. She catches things so quickly, and I and that's I I don't know if she's learning this from Catherine. I think because she's gotten better at it as kind of last season and this season. I guess has started. Or I mean, do you think this is just who Mary is?
3: Um, I think a little bit of both. I think she sees certain traits in Catherine that she can take and sort of reformat to fit herself. I think there's still pretty big differences where Catherine would do all these things to just sit, protect herself and her son. Maybe the king sometimes. Mm-hmm. But Mary sort of only flips to that side when she knows it's for the greater good. Like she realized he's a bad person. I caught him in a lie his son was lying like there is something above what you're saying that is like an extra level of evil then she sort of flips and and kills she killed his son because of what he was trying to do he killed all these people so now it's justified I think she waits for something to present itself as where she can be like okay I'm a judge here I am going to step in and yeah, Catherine this. always
1: kind of plays like five steps ahead where right. Mary kind of Confronts each situation as it comes.
2: She reacts. Yes. Catherine's proactive.
1: Yes. There Great. You thank you, yeah. Phil. See? I'm so glad to have you back. <laughs> Even though you're so tired and jet lag, thank you for being on the phone. Oh, you yeah. guys, Phil is so tired and jet lag, and he is he is talking rain with us. So,
2: there you. Yeah. Be happy.
1: Um, so basically, as soon as Mary kind of figures out that Narcisse was was probably the one responsible for this whole family's death. She, she has ammunition now. Like, she's like, like, okay, great. I have something I can use against him so that I can save Nostradamus, who she promised to protect. Um, at the very beginning of this epi- episode, she said, I owe you and I promise to protect you. So, and very quickly, that, that, uh, went to S-H-I-T. <laughs> so, um, she immediately kind of goes on, um, on the hunt for more information to figure out exactly, um, Oh, an an exact way to get him to not kill these guards who are innocent, as well as Nostradamus who are just acting up um, on Mary's behalf.
3: Right. I think she got really motivated by how bad he was. She was like, "Okay, I've legitimized it in my mind. I'm going to do whatever it takes to take you down. Like that's the right thing to do."
1: Yeah, yeah. And then we see we see her and Francis discussing things again. Like again, I love them being open with each other. They're so much. They're so much better when they're working together than when they're working against each other. And we see a little bit of, um, Francis's cousin Louis, who is kind of challenging him to be the better king and to, to not condemn these men and to, to think about you know the decisions he's making, and you know who who he's going to be, and is he going to be like Henry, or is he going to be his own king?
3: Right. Um, Louis is a cool dude. I was very impressed with him this episode. I thought he was like the voice of reason and just sort of came in at the right place at the right time and sort of laid it all out there for Francis to be the better man.
1: I loved Kenneth's comment right <laughs> right in the very beginning of the episode, where she just like, "And he is not too bad to look at," or something along those lines, when she first sees Louis. Uh, of course, leave it to Kenna to be the one to point out the hot guy, uh, <laughs> the new, the new hottie at court. Um, how's that make you feel, Phil? Hmm. Kenna, Kenna's looking and looking at Lou I know she's a married she, woman now, but.
3: She's got too many guys. I was going to say Bash has to shut that down. Shut
1: it, shut it down, <laughs> Bash.
3: I think she's accepted Bash.
1: I think she has too. Aren't they cute together?
3: They are.
1: I think I really like them together now. I hope they don't ruin that um i would be sad but
2: she's gonna ruin that if <laughs> yeah think. probably
1: no, no 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 i hope no. not though i
2: i like both those characters i i accept kenna for who she is <laughs> who she is,
3: <laughs> is who she is as a extremely attractive woman
1: so one
2: who goes for things. thing you you praised her on I, her woman-ness I, I know season. i know and you know i, what? And I
1: still like kenna but she's a married woman now. Like and I go for what you want, but right now I think I honestly think right now Kenna wants to have a happy life. And ha- well, happy life, happy remember. wife. So maybe she needs a little Louie in her life. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know, Bash. Are you still He's not he's no longer the master of uh horse and hunt.
3: True, but we he's all about know to what get rides with um hunt. yeah.
1: <laughs>
3: of course. Yeah. He can still be the master of that. <laughs> but I think he's about to be uh promoted to new role.
1: Yes, 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 we'll get to that. We'll get to that. He's basically gonna we'll we'll get to that. Let's finish talking about Narcisse. Of course. Narcisse. So Francis Mary, they, they literally have less than twenty four hours to uh to get something against Narcisse so they can free these men. Uh Mary, even though she's still having kind of issues with Lola, uh, gets Lola's help um to To kind of come in and uh, kind of do some more research. Lola finds out that uh, the man that Narcisse killed, um, I'm trying to, Voland, Voland, uh, who was who Narcisse really wanted to kill, um, he gave a confession the night before he um, was knocked off. And um, so Mary goes and talks to that priest to get more information. But obviously, if anything is told to a priest in confession, like that is void, like you can't use that in court like he can't he can't sit up on a chair and like be like, "Yes, that's what he said, that's no, that's against their religion. Nobody will take that as fact, and so Mary has to find a way to use that information against nurses so Mary, being the smart Mary that she is, takes uh his uh seal and makes two kind of letters, fake letters that she runs into, while, well, after Nostradamus is basically tied up, being pulled by horses, runs in to save the day, shows them these letters, and then Francis comes in and freaking is like, Mary, go back to our chambers. Like, really tells her off in such a rude way. And I was like, are you serious, Francis, right now? Are you seriously?" He's like, you are not king. I will deal with this. He takes those two letters and then he uses those two letters as leverage to get Narcisse on his side and be like, I'm going to protect you, so I need you to protect me. Narcisse agrees. He's like, I want some land, though, too, for kind of... I love how he's like, give me land, and I'll be okay the fact that my son was murdered. Francis is like, okay. Burns the letters. Then we see him Go around the corner, and who's waiting for him but his lovely wife, Mary? And we t- find out they just put on this great show, and there were no letters. They just kind of used it to blackmail him and to this get what a, they this want. This has been a
2: strategy of hers with letters. Yes. Remember last season with Kenna mm-hmm. and uh, and the Queen? Yeah. It's uh it's becoming a thing.
1: I mean, it's like using like text messages to, like yeah. I saved this text message. I know what you said. Remember back in the day with like AIM? Like you could like print out the conversations you had with somebody and like hold I don't yes. know. In middle school like Yeah, I I mean, Yeah. Back in the day.
3: The old red and blue. I just learned
1: it all from Mary. Well,
3: yeah, it's crazy that that's the only form of media or anything that they have. I mean, that's the only communication other than sending someone to tell them something like a else. Like a personal message. It's the only, sp- like, the way that uh, word spreads. So it's and like... And there's only one copy.
1: Yeah, and it's it's funny that just a seal, like, just that man's seal is going to put fear in... Um, Lord Narcisse's, heart, like, heart about, like, thinking, oh, my God, that I can't go to the Vatican. They'll know that I killed the cardinal. Because basically the... Because we really didn't get into, like, what she's blackmailing with him with is that Lord Narcisse had a cardinal killed um, to get land or... Yeah, to get land. He, he had a bunch of people killed because he kind of used the plague as a a mask to gain more land and wealth for himself. So he he murdered all these people because they were just making mass graves and, like, you could easily hide it. And um, so uh, was wanted to tell the truth because they killed a cardinal. And uh, Narcisse did not want him to tell anybody the truth. So he had him killed before he could uh, tell the truth. But not before he could go to confession. So anyway, hopefully Lord Narcisse is not too much of a pain in their side. But I feel like he's such a good villain; um, he's going to be—he's going to stick around and continue to cause issues.
3: Oh, he'll be back for sure.
1: Oh yeah, he's not going anywhere. I mean, he has Laced Land now. He's just a just a little little ways away, and uh, I just
3: feel bad for Leth. He just gets slapped around. I know for
1: I love Jonathan Kelts is just so good. I'm so glad you have a bigger part this season. He's so great. He came in studio last season. Right, yeah. He, he
3: was guest here. Yeah. Well, he here. He did really? sit.
2: Yeah, I, had,
1: I drank a beer seat. with him. He was great.
2: Nice. Um, he didn't sit in that chair. He didn't. He, <laughs> oh, sat, he next sat next to
1: next me. To Keaton. <laughs> That's okay. Bash sat in that chair.
3: Nice. It's the bash chair. Torrance,
1: Torrance sat in that chair. Um, anyway, so let's talk a little bit um, about Lola and the baby. I know we kind of briefly talked about it, but the yes. episode does... Um, open up a little bit with with Lola returning with this baby, Francis returning too and it's it's another conflict in him and Mary's relationship now is, you know, is he going to legitimize his son? Is he going to let the son take his name or is he not going to do that? And um, Lola kind of just doesn't care. Lola is such a free spirit. She's, <laughs> she's kind of like the hippie. She's just like, all I really care about is being a mother and I just want my son to have a good life. Um she doesn't care about all the politics and stuff, but she but she does care about her friendship with Mary, um, which I do appreciate. She don't, I don't even think she cares that much if Francis is in her son's life. I think she ca- honestly cares more about her friendship with Mary.
3: Um, I think so, too. It's it's uh, interesting that she sort of gave up also finding um, a husband. Like That's no longer a huge priority. She's it's got her just, little man. Yeah. Her, little,
1: her little man, Robert, which she likes to call. She started to call him Robert. Um, but, you know, at the beginning of this episode, we see that Mary is just like, no, please don't take take him. Like, everybody's looking at me, not only France, not only everybody here in court, but Scotland as well, you know, waiting for me to produce an heir. And if that's your only, heir, like, if, if he's the only son you ever have, you know, what's that going to look like to Scotland? What is that going to look like on me? Like, it's a lot of pressure on Mary. Um,
3: right, especially since just by the fact that he had a child with someone else that means that he's, he's good yeah he's good to he's go. good he's
1: I still get mad what at, he needs to do. I still get mad at Mary though when she when she keeps like saying you know Francis like it's your mistake because she blamed, basically blames Francis's mistake of getting Lola pregnant for the reason that Lord Narcisse is trying to kill Nostradamus. And I'm just like, whoa, 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 whoa. Back up, Mary. Like, you were basically engaged to bash and all for it. And Francis thought he was never going to, like, obviously... He shouldn't have slept with your best friend, but in his situation, to be in his shoes... He, he was literally, just being comforted. He, yeah, and he didn't think he was ever going to see Mary again. Plus... So like, get over it.
3: shes <laughs> I think she was very much in the wrong for this because she was with his brother. Like, I mean...
1: Yeah, like, you're bashing you, with bash. You,
3: before he did that, she turned him away. She, like, exiled Francis and got engaged to his brother. Like, how could that... I mean, granted, they probably didn't do anything before the marriage, like other than kiss or something. But.
1: I um, I was very surprised, though, by Catherine's like uh, reaction to this baby. Catherine very quickly figured it out. She she figured well, Lola got pregnant with Francis's baby, and she advises Francis to take the baby's name. Like this, she. It, it was so sweet to see that conversation between Francis and. Um, Catherine down in the crypt. It was a little creepy that it was in the crypt with, with Henry, with but. Henry.
0: Hey, man, it was so, a family you know, meeting.
1: What, what kind of father do you think you're gonna be? And, you know, what kind of king? And just telling him how, you know, you should take, like, take the, like, let this baby be your own because you will regret it if you don't and it will make you so happy throughout life to have this set of, like, make them happiest moments of your life. So, I love seeing that side of Catherine.
3: Yeah, it was a great scene. I mean, I, I think that she was speaking from the heart, but part Mm -hmm. of me thinks that, I mean, just because I'm always, like, I would never let my guard down with with Catherine, (laughs) so I feel like she could be doing it for something down the line, some ulterior motive.
1: She's playing a few steps ahead.
3: Right. I mean, she always does, so I just expect that from Catherine, like, no matter what she's saying, but I think that she was also speaking from the heart, too.
1: What do you think, Phil? Do you think Catherine? Do you think she wants because Catherine didn't accept Bash? So
3: like she the- didn't accept Bash, but
2: it's ironic. You know, uh, speaking of Henry, like Bash used to be the favorite son. Mm-hmm. You know, because uh, Francis was such a putz early on in, in season one.
1: He was just sickly. <laughs>
2: um. So I don't. Know. I don't know. Maybe she actually recognizes that. Maybe she's inspired by by Henry. And see, I don't know. Um, but I think there's there's always an alternative motive.
1: Hmm. Well, I do I do really like that by the end of the episode, Mary has decided to encourage Francis to to legitimize the baby. She she wants the baby to have his name, and you know she thinks it will make this baby safe. Like one of the things she's like, I want it to protect him. I think the, by you giving Robert or the baby your name, it's going to protect him. And I I disagree with that. I think by them knowing there's a there's a bastard or an heir basically running around right now, or the only heir, I think that kind of puts a target on this poor baby's back. Uh, yeah, it, but it's so
2: a, worse, rumor or confirmation?
1: okay. I mean, but still, I don't know. I I don't really know. I, I don't know if that was a strong thing. But Mary does give her blessing for Francis to um to give the baby her name and to recognize it, and she says how she doesn't want the relationship that Catherine had with Bash to be the relationship that she has with this child. She wants to have a good relationship with this child. They're going to be a, a blended family and, um, you know, tr- try to try to work this thing out. Um, and, you know, mary they're in the nursery and Mary leaves and then the wet nurse comes in and Francis is holding his baby who now, you know, is he can be like, this is my son Yes, yeah, just uh,
3: awkwardly holding. Yeah, baby. very, very
1: strangely holding the baby. But uh, this is my son, and the wet nurse comes in, and very, very quickly um, starts speaking in a creepy deep voice, and uh, we find out that it's actually Henry's spirit has kind of um, taken over this woman's body, and calls Francis out as being a usurper. And, um, basically killing, uh, calls him out for murdering him. And then she very quickly snaps back into herself and doesn't remember a thing. And, uh, kind of, that kind of put the fear, the fear of the ghost into Francis, who, when Bash had come up to him earlier in this episode and been like, hey, I think we need to be worried about this. We need to keep Nostradamus alive. There's something coming. There's a reckoning coming. Francis doesn't really fully believe him, I don't think. Well, because
2: after last season, where basically, uh, because of one prophecy, he was exiled, could have been killed, and all this (laughs) other stuff. I think he's done with prophecies for a while.
1: But this isn't a prophecy from Notre Dame. This is like your brother Bash, who at the very beginning of the episode, when he does. He's
2: done with speculation. Right.
1: I know. I, but can we talk about the brotherly love? There was so much brotherly love in this there episode. Was, and was. I love them love. They're hugging. They're like, he's like, Bash, I want you to be the hand of the king. And Bash is like, I don't really know if I want to do politics with you. And the, But by the end of the episode, he's like, you know what? I want to protect you. And the best way for me to protect you is to be your right hand man because you can trust me. And they had this fun little, like, knighting ceremony. And...
3: Yeah, I love that scene just because, you know, they are older brother and younger brother, but they're also king and...
1: Deputy.
3: Yeah, deputy, exactly. <laughs> so it was it was an interesting dynamic because those roles are reversed where the younger brother is the king. So it was interesting to see that power dynamic sort of switch back and forth. You know, he said, like, oh, well, you're the king, so you can do anything. Um and then he like, Francis wasn't really getting it, so Bash was like, okay, so then give me the job. Mm-hmm. And so it's interesting to see him sort of be an older brother, but at the same time, like, be under.
1: And again, Bash is kind of like the one – deal. like, Bash was the one who, because he, of his pagan background, really kind of dealt with the darkness last season. He's the one also that's, you know – saw the the first spirit last week and then was, you know, talking to the grave digger to get information about Lord Narcisse and speaks to this village woman who talks about, you know, the plague has opened up this door or has knocked down this door and it's still open and spirits are going back and forth through this door and there's going to be a, um, gosh, I just... <laughs> oh my! God. What's the word? Reckoning. There's going to be a reckoning, and kind of confirms to Bash a little bit of like you know it's not only spirits are talking to you, but other people in the village are feeling this and seeing this, and um, there are reports that guards are hearing screams from empty rooms of where plague victims were, and all of this stuff. And so you know it was, and he and he warns Francis about this, and Francis kind of blows it off, but then i wonder how francis now is going to to deal with the situation because he's had he's dealt with it firsthand like he's had a spirit speak to him a spirit that is angry at him and wants revenge against him so you know how is that going to be dealt with are we going to see king henry again please can we see our favorite dilf again i would love it
2: (laughs) jb's favorite certainly
1: do you know you don't know about he our favorite Del?
3: What do you, uh, do you, you King know King Henry? Delphi? I assume yeah. yes. I,
1: hey, he tweeted. I can, he tweeted at together. Benia and I. He said he'd come in studio if he's in LA. I bet so. he would. Everybody out there keep tweeting <laughs> at him. Like we got to get him in. We got to get you in LA and get you in studio. King Henry, I love it. Where's he gonna sit? He can. I will sit on his lap. He can sit in my chair. <laughs> <laughs> um is i'm trying to think if there's anything else like this episode how everybody kind of ends in this episode francis is freaked out by that sketchy scene which when i watched that scene i literally i watched the episode late at night and i had to watch like the tonight show with jimmy fallon because i was so scared (laughs) and i couldn't go to bed i was like i was really shaken up by that scene um nostradamus leaves nostradamus is like super hurt and mary kind of helps him leave um yeah
3: i actually do want to talk about nostradamus for a second because let's talk even, about him. even though he was he's still clean shaven and maybe not as mysterious as he once was <laughs> um i think he still you know maintains him himself so much like he is not afraid of Catherine. he totally pulled that card was like i uh, you need me more than i need you like I will die and what like, <laughs> I I
1: love that you brought that that scene up because you know the the scene with Catherine and Nostradamus in um his jail cell right before he's right. being brought out and um Catherine he's he's just like what's your plan cuz Catherine always has a plan and Catherine's like sorry about you and she's like i will build you a statue in paris right <laughs> well yeah and he put it so
3: well he gave her just enough so she was so unsure mm-hmm. and so just like knocked off her you know her stability and not too much where he gave anything away it just left it so ambiguous it was just like well now you just are plagued with questions i know so live and with that. we
1: we hear about clarissa again crazy clarissa
3: Oh, she's definitely coming back.
1: Oh, she's coming back soon, and I wonder if Clarissa will have a connection with the ghost. But um, yeah, we do see as he's being dragged out. Uh, Catherine's like, "Tell me, just tell me, what did you see? What did you see?" And he goes, "Ask my statue." Yeah, so- such, a,
3: such a boss move. <laughs>
1: it was definitely was a though. boss move. I'm trying to think: is there anything else that we missed from this episode? I know it's been it's been like a like almost a week, but. I think we got everything. If we missed anything, we'll talk about it tomorrow night. Yeah. Or you guys will talk about it tomorrow night.
3: And <laughs> <laughs> we will. Cause we'll I will, I will miss you it. all so
1: much. I, I will have to tweet out all my predictions and stuff, but, uh, I'll be gone for a couple of weeks. But anyways, uh, do you guys want to get into predictions? Yes. Let's do it.
0: And now, you're after Buzz TV hmm.
1: predictions. This is like freaking me out again.
3: What, the lights? Yeah. It's the prediction. Phil,
1: lights. I want predictions from you, Phil. You've ah, been quiet. I know you're tough. tired.
2: This is going to be tough. Um, uh, you know, they, they've done a good job. Uh, so far, uh, we've kind of kept to a closer timeline than we normally do. Mm-hmm. We usually skip a bunch of uh, months and things like that. So I think next episode, it's going to feel right to skip a f- couple episodes. Or mm-hmm. not a couple episodes, but a few months. Okay. Um, where we'll end up. I don't think we'll be in the winter time yet. Cause Canada doesn't have its winter quite yet. <laughs> um, I don't know. I, uh, I'm interested to, you know, obviously there's the big players that, that are going to make a splash, but I, I, I'm interested in the beast storylines. Like what, what's Ken and Bash going to do? Um, what is Greer going to do now? Um, mm-hmm. those are the ones that I'm, I'm really interested in because, you know the A storyline is gonna it's gonna continue, but then it's gonna be the side stuff that.
1: Uh, well, and and then the scenes for next week. I don't know if you if you saw the scenes for next week. No, mine week, was get cut off. It they it's um they've all run out of food, so kind of people are getting a little crazy. Not only did the plague just happen, but because of the plague, it, this was a little bit of a prediction. In the last episode, they talked a little bit how now there's kind of a famine, and um so. You know, obviously, all the all the people at court get to eat as much as they want, but all the villagers are starving, and so they're starting to turn against uh, the king and queen and kind of the royal royals and the the lords and the nobles. So,
3: right, um, yeah, I agree with Phil. I think that there's b storylines that I'm really interested in in seeing happen. Like basically, Lola as the baby's mama. Like, how is that going to play out? Is probably my number one. Um, I'm interested how Narcisse, what happens with him with his new land. I think maybe they were sort of playing, you know, keep your friends close, your enemies closer, having him be, like, claim that land that was proximity wise so close to them. Um, but it's gonna be interesting to see how they deal with the famine, how they deal with, with everything. I also want to see Cousin Louie, um, make a splash uh, in the scene. I
1: have, I have a couple predictions. All right, I think as Lath heads back to court, uh Lath is gonna be put on Francis's pretty council along with Bash and I think along with Louis. Louis will be put on the Pretty Council and asked to stay at court. I like think um,
2: like that we're gonna call him that.
1: I so what should I call him, Louis? What do you want me to call him?
2: Cousin Lou? Oh, no, I'm talking about the pretty pretty council. Pretty
1: council. Yeah. yeah. It's a pretty council. That's what it's <laughs> called, Belle. It's a proper term for it. Um I think Louis it's going to get very close to Mary. And as Francis gets close to Lola, because I think now, especially that Francis can give the baby his name, Lola is obviously going to be an official mistress of Mr. Francis. And thus they're going to, they're going to have a a different type of relationship. And that's going to be another person Francis can confide in when he's pissy at Mary, which they get pissed at each other a lot. So I think Mary, because Mary can't talk to Bash anymore, really, because Bash and Kenna kind of have a relationship. I think think, she's going to get close to Louie.
2: I think think, uh, him and Lola are going to have a very personal relationship, like what we're supposed to have with a family.
1: Yes. And I
2: think uh, with Mary, it's always going to be business. Yeah. Interesting. Even down to the family stuff of like, all right, it's 7 o'clock, let's do this. <laughs>
1: are you ovulating? Um, no, but we didn't. They, we saw them kind of have like a little kind of reunion sex in this episode. It was a really awkward scene. I don't know. I don't know if the chemistry has just been lost between them or what. It's I, been I don't, a
3: while. I, mean, I these... don't know.
1: It was weird. It was weird for me. I don't know if it was cut weird. If the, if the It was almost like the shots were just a little too long. I don't know, but the actual, like, the little, the little romantic scene that they had was really awkward. I liked the conversation after when she was telling him about, like, her struggles, but I don't know. I don't know. Did anybody else feel that? Or He's was He's a just father me? now.
3: He's a different guy.
1: I know, but, like, come on. They used to have so much passion and romance, and I just, I, it I lost a little bit of it. I hope, I hope they get it back. I do. Cause Mary needs that. I think
3: <laughs> definitely. Wait, I, I am curious about um, how cousin Louis's like um, other re- religion. I guess he's a Protestant, I think. Or no, like-
1: he's not a Protestant. He Wait, just he wants more of the power to, or less of the power to be coming from the Vatican, and more of it to be coming from the actual leader of France, the King and Queen of France. So he's still a strong. He's Catholic, but he doesn't. And I think, you know, this is what's going to bring in... Because I remember last season we did hear that that Elizabeth I is going to be appearing on the show at some point. And obviously Elizabeth, she's from the Church of England. Because the Church of Eng- or England, when Henry VIII wanted to get divorced from his wife, he split away from the Catholic Church, created his own church that he was the head of, um, so that he could make his own decisions. That's the church that Elizabeth was raised with. And um, so I think... I think that's how she's going to kind of get brought into this scenario. Um, And maybe she has a connection with Louis. I don't know. Maybe.
3: Interesting. (laughs) Well, yeah, I think maybe there's some muddied waters sort of similar to Bash and the paganism. Like, he is affiliated with it somewhat. There's a connection there, but it's not one that he would ever choose over. He's a radical.
2: <laughs> you know, he's
3: not going to like go crazy and be a villain. He's just like an affiliation that may bubble up somehow. Yeah,
1: I think you're absolutely right. And I think the, if Francis, when Francis does choose to put him on the his pretty Council, which I think is going to happen, I think that's going to cause a lot of issues because they're going to be like, you have a radical in your ear on your main council. So that's going to cause some stripes between them. But maybe he's also going to be in Mary's ear, and Mary's going to kind of agree with him more. So, because you know, Mary's all about the power too, because she s- struggles for it all the time. So, yeah. Anything else, guys?
2: No, that's it.
1: You guys ready for tomorrow? Yeah, oh, yeah. Okay. Well, thank you guys so much for watching. Where can we find you guys until tomorrow?
3: <laughs> <laughs> uh, you guys can find me on Twitter and Instagram at jb underscore Zimmerman. I don't know Fania's Twitter,
2: but uh, even though she wasn't here today, she'll be here tomorrow. You guys should definitely tweet at her I'm um, look it up. in the description, maybe of the, in the YouTube. In the yeah, um, I'm sure Yale uh, our social media person, will tweet it out. Um, anyway, follow us here at Afterbus TV on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all that cool stuff. And Keaton,
1: you guys can find me. You guys can find me. She's on, looking up her
2: Twitter. I know. Yeah, I'm looking. Look, I'm looking up Phania's
1: because I'm going to give Phania a shout out. Okay. You guys can find can find Phania um, at Phania Thomas. <laughs> Easy enough. <Yeah. laughs> and you guys can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Keaton Markey. Um, also Facebook too. But uh, I'll keep tweeting out everything, even though I won't be here in person. Um, I love rain. And again, sorry we were late this week. It will not happen again. I promise. See you next week. I mean tomorrow.